The all-new Sprinter from Mercedes-Benz invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Robin Butler. Oh, thank God, a radio professional is here. Mm. Where? Are they coming? Where? <laughs> it's you. Oh! It's going to be you. We need someone to rein it in after yesterday's show with Greg Fleet, which is still going to air in some states. <laughs> That's how over time it went. Thanks for coming in, uh, Robin. On no the day that we play radio's biggest new sensation, Absolute Bollocks. Oh, I can't wait. Have Sounds right up my alley. Well, have you exposed yourself in public? Everyone else is. <laughs> yes. Well, today's my chance. Kim Beasley, has he got a catchphrase yet that the young people can get into? And where does the turkey slapping lead you? Oh, we'll find out. Yep. It's right up the show business ladder, apparently. <laughs> and, of course, isn't your husband the gay one in Boytown? Yes, he's the gay one at home, too. <laughs> we'll be talking all uh, that kind of gear today on, on Get This, and I'm hoping that it'll be less confronting than yesterday's show. The way the guy stuffed that bird inside his pants is strict animal cruelty. <laughs> Thank you very much, uh, Dragon. Lightning. Right. Mm. Oh, Todd Hunter <laughs> cooks up a mean storm in the studio. Look at that little little <laughs> smattering of rain. Hey, you can't, don't cut it off, yeah, Armitage. That's just cost them three cents in APRA royalties. <laughs> uh, welcome to Get This Around the Nation. It's me, Tony Martin. It's that man in Kevin. Hello. It's, well, Armitage Shanks. That's what we've started calling him, so I guess it's going to stick. Pushing the button. Shanksy. Robin Butler is here. Yeah, thank you very much. Much. Around the Triple M Network. Oh. There's a bit of order in this studio. It's lovely. Mm. Yeah, not for long. Mm. Mm. It's going to be a shambles today. Yesterday, Greg Fleet was in. We've never talked so much rubbish. Oh, dear. Really? Yeah. That's saying something, isn't it? Because if I had to... <laughs> Even you know. by our standards. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw you look confused when we were calling Richard Mars and Armitage Shanks. I don't know how it's happened. It's caught on. How is that confusing? Armitage... <laughs> is it Shankster? Shanks. Is that what Shanks. Shanks. I call him Shanksy for sure. Oh, yeah. you were, uh, yeah, that might have been long. a confusion. Usually it takes a day before the nickname gets its own nickname. <laughs> <laughs> we sort of froze you out yesterday because Fleety was talking about, yeah. um, I don't know, just Albert Camus probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I never got to hear what it was you wanted banned. Well, I went to the zoo the other day and as well as thinking uh, about what animal I could well, steal. What would you get, Rich? Uh, well, the zebra. You want a zebra? I, I wouldn't steal one, but I think that they should be banned because, uh, not necessarily banned, but they're just so lame in between an elephant and a giraffe and a tamarind, tamarind monkey. <laughs> the zebra is just a horse, and the kids are kind of disappointed. You reckon? Oh, but they're stripey. Yeah. It's so stripey. stripey. horse. What do you want? <laughs> but if they Seriously, run... what other animal is black and white That's like true. that? Yeah. I was with the, the, my nephews, and I was saying, look at the zebra, look at the zebra, and they said, that's just a horse. <laughs> very disappointed. <laughs> really? that we, we can paint horses at home. Now, but you... <laughs> Rich, how would you steal a zebra? How would you get it out of there? Oh, I don't think I would steal a zebra. I think a tamarind well, monkey. Sorry, that's something else we do on the sorry. show. Which animal would you steal from the zoo and how? It's my favourite topic. Should zebras be banned? Welcome to get this. If they do run really quickly past a fence with bars, yeah. it can set off an epileptic, I'm told. What? <laughs> the, the strobing effect. They can get fast. Yeah, that's probably offensive on some level. That. Uh, zebras. Robin, your husband, Wayne Hope, is he not the gay one from Boytown? Yes, he certainly how? is. How in character is he round the house? Boy, oh boy. Well, there's like a, a troop of men yeah. that he brought home. It's all beginning to make sense. <laughs> Where did sense. he find them? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They have bars, apparently. They have special beaks? bars. Oh. Uh, sorry, if you need information on the beaks of Adelaide, Marcelin's your man. I'm not sure why. Veal Park, okay. perhaps? Veal Park. <laughs> veal Gardens. The Veal Gardens. Veal gardens. Oh, that sounds... Try the veal. Oh, yeah. Tenderised. That's... Uh, <laughs>
Okay, so <laughs> Wayne, <Sorry>. what's <laughs> what's he up to around the house? He's, well, well, he came home during the filming of of Boy Town. Yeah, he was taking that real seriously. Those dance he, lessons were kicking in. The dance lessons were kicking in. Full body wax, bleaching eyebrows, <laughs> hair, you know, with a scaffolding permit. <laughs> There was a lot going on. Looks good though. Looks pretty buff in the, uh, especially in the I Cry film clip. Yeah, now Looking it makes good. sense. Looking but at good. the time, just with him at home and a guy called Darren, it, <laughs> <Yeah>. it was all <laughs> a little strange. But he does. He dances up a storm, doesn't he? He's yeah. the best. I went round to your house once, and it was just after you'd moved in. Mm. And uh, what was it your neighbour was saying to you out the front? Some posh. <laughs> The posh woman next yeah. door, who we're really proud of our house. We love our new house. And, yeah. and Wayne actually built the new kitchen and, and bathroom and everything. Uh, but because, you know, it looks like there was work being done, she said, so what are you going to do with it? Are you going to knock it down? <laughs> Which, you know, it's kind of rude, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Wayne's there with a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to build yeah. it at the moment. Yeah. So he actually built it himself. Yeah. yeah. In really tight shorts. In re so. Yeah. <laughs> Whole construction worker thing. Yeah. He's the Renaissance man. He certainly is. And how has the Boytown schedule? Because they're on everything. I mean, how has it left tough love in pieces on the floor with you doing all the work? Just as business as usual. <laughs> Tone. They're everywhere. Something I'm very used to. They're on Idol. Last oh, night. they were on I'm, Idol. I'm, 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 a, I'm, I'm a fan. I watch Idol a lot. So yeah. It's just because you're mesmerised by Kyle's hair. Oh, no, it's just that he never blinks. It's amazing. Does he not blink? No, he can't blink. He's not contracted to blink on that no, network? That's right. He doesn't blink, does no, he? He's wide-eyed no. and bushy. Is hair. that because he's, he's, um, his eyes are held open by the steam rising from his own <laughs> hair, which as we discovered, yesterday on the show straight from a dog's ass. Amazing. He plops his head under a dog's bum. Amazing. At the beginning of the broadcast. Amazing. Applies the hair. Amazing. And off they shoot. Wow. What a rider. <laughs> takes a while but it's worth it. You know. Uh, but they were on. They, so they were doing the, the stuff you know like the, such and such you saying this you saying that and then they said Tone oh and now look oh, we're happy to have uh, one of Australia, Australia's best boy band here boy, uh, boy town. How are you fellas? Like, And then the crowd goes what? And then cut to the five tiredest men you've ever seen <laughs> in your whole life at the front. And they were great. You know, they were like kind of yeah. upbeat. And yeah. Wayne was like kind of, you know, being perky and smiley. So you got, you know, you got all of them there. And then Bob Franklin, all of the, all four of them are holding microphones <coughs> and making like jokes with James and Andrew G. And Bob Franklin's just sitting there, no microphone with his head in his hands. <laughs> That's pretty much what he's like when he's on this show. Not looking at anybody. <laughs> 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 it's great to be here. <laughs> Big fan of Kyle. That's <laughs> <laughs> straight out of a jog's ass. <laughs> have a guess, it. Yeah? Uh, sorry. Uh, so, yes, they were. They they have had a busy schedule. And this and is because uh, they have to go to every capital uh, city. And go up the red carpet and pretend like this is the first time they've seen the film. Yes, and it doesn't sound exhausting, obviously. And, and between that, this you know, and it does. It's it's pretty cushy. I mean, they're spending all day in a hotel or you mm. know just giving interviews and then going to another TV and radio thing. And it does. It sounds cushy, but it actually is exhausting saying the same thing pretty well every every single day. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> doesn't stop us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got to get to the big. We I don't know if you know, Robin. We canvassed the big stories on this show. Mm, I've heard. From Zadar, Croatia, a woman oh, yes. has suffered severe burning to her anus after being struck by 
Mario Lightning, which oh. hit her in the mouth <laughs> and passed all the way through her body. Mm. We did cover this on Tough Love yesterday. We get the big stories too. Oh, yes. what did you have to say about it? <laughs> I think it said it spoke for itself. <laughs> oh, really? Hit by lightning in the mouth. <laughs> you guys do that? <laughs> what was she saying at the time? What was she saying? I mean, imagine... Looks like a storm. <laughs> Jeez, these metal teeth have really come up a treat. <laughs> You'd really think twice about saying that again, whatever it was, if you got struck by lightning in the mouth. So I just popped this lightning rod in my mouth. Why would I do that? Cue up Bang. some boos. Cue up the booing. I'm infected with fleet pun fever. That ruined uh, a whole segment yesterday. Fleet pun fever. What? Fleet pun crazy. He likes a pun, doesn't oh, he? Oh, man, he puns up like nobody else. <laughs> but anyway, that's enough of that story. I guess it's just a case of capturing lightning in a bottom. Oh. Here you go. See what's happened? The show's gone down that path. I blame Greg Fleet. Oh, I don't know who I blame. Partly to blame, surely. All right. He leaves a trail of destruction behind him. I've got an email from Sophie, who's listened to our podcastle. Have you heard our podcastle? I haven't heard the podcastle. It's a podcast of our mm. first show into Newcastle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's completely unedited. Yeah. And a shambles. Mm. Uh, <laughs> she says, uh, "Shock horror!" I listen to your podcast. Did you start with shock horror. Yeah. Oh, no, she's done. She's very clever. She started with shocking horror. Cue that up. Yeah, exactly oh, that, right. Yeah. That's what we need to pick. She's speaking our language. People who email this show are mm. so into it. Oh, I love it. Mm. You've got to read out the exact wording. When she says shocking horror, she's talking about this. Shocking horror. Another cover-up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> People are listening. Listening to the podcast and was worried that Tony Martin has been replaced by a robot. You'll need to drop a sandbag on me in a moment. Oh, yeah. It's exhausting email. Shanksy, this I know. So much to do. Uh, yeah, I've been replaced by a robot, Carl Stefanovic's uh, style, <laughs> because the podcastle contains no references to the ABC playing episodes of TV shows out of order. Don't get him started, Sophie. Oh. No mention of any characters from on the buses. What are you... Oh, <laughs> see? <laughs> this is... Right. Oh, stop it. No novelty songs in an English accent. We've, got a, we've actually got a butler here. Like I know. I, I, oh, yes. I actually thought we might let that one go through to the keeper. Because I thought, will I revisit grade four? No, here we go. And no hazardous sandbags in ill-thought-out places causing grievous harm to Mr. Martin's plums. So, sorry. Oh, no, here we go. Storm plums! Hope you're happy, Sophie. That's what people want. Hope you're happy. From their radio probe in the morning. All right. Uh, let's get started. We have so many clips, stories, and absolute bollocks to get to. You know it. And Ed's got stuff cut out in front of him. Look What's all that about? It's work, Tone. It's work. I've got my new favourite thing, which is, uh, you know, where a turkey slapping leads. Uh, and I've got this thing here about a dude naming his kid. It's basically, it's <laughs> basically uh, <laughs> Clip City in here. Sizzle so Central is sizzle what it is. You know, David Cutthroat is just, you know, beside himself. <laughs> it's Snow Patrol. I think it is. Here it, it is. this. Mm. You're all I have around the nation on Triple M. KOFM if you're in Newcastle. Ding, ding. Robin Butler from Tough Love is with us today. And uh, what do you expect from the show this morning? I mean, when you were driving in, what did you think it was going to be? I thought it would be far more shambolic. Really? Yes. I thought it would be, you know, papers flying everywhere. And such is the content, such is the level of uh, content and story I hear that I thought there would. But it's, it's a very smooth ship in here. Content. Mm. You say? We got content for oh, you today. I I Certainly so. hope so. We've got a lot of 
old clips and bits of newspaper good. lying here. Good, good, that good. looks impressive. There was stuff left over from yesterday. We we're talking about that sarin gas business. Mm. Trying oh. to pump sarin gas into the Aussie cricket team's change rooms. Mm. Uh, have a listen to this description of the whole business on Channel 10 News last night. Sarin has been used with deadly consequences before in 1995's Tokyo subway attack. But the new claims made by a friend of London suicide bomber Shazad Tanweer are being described by British authorities as absolute bollocks. (laughs) (laughs) See, there is a side benefit to the war on terror. The words absolute bollocks are just being used by the cops and newsreaders now. (laughs) Until I hear Yarn event (laughs) say absolute bollocks, I'm not convinced it's part of the whole vernacular. But I would like to hear her say that. Yarn event, yes. I went Mm. along to the Charles Blackman exhibition at the National Gallery and it's... Absolute bollocks. That's what you want to hear. (laughs) Sarin gas. Yeah, Into the cricketers changing rooms. I don't like it. Do you reckon Shane Warne's worried about that? There's only one thing that really worries me, and that's hair loss. Fair enough. Fair enough, Shane. Well, sarin gas would do it to you. <laughs> <laughs> That'd make your hair fall out, Shane. I mean, let's not just get too cruisy about it all. What about uh, the 60 Minutes on the weekend? Did you see that story about um, New Zealand versus oh, Australia? I saw, I saw the promo. Sheepdog trials. And I saw Martin in like a, like a, like a country hat. Oh. And flannel, like, chumming up to his mates in the bush. And oh. I just thought, I'll puke and then <laughs> kick the TV like, off the balcony. <laughs> so I can't watch it. Thankfully, we have no balcony at our place. <laughs> but there was a fantastic, there was this Aussie farmer oh, yeah. with a bit of a Chad Morgan uh, dental arrangement going on. <laughs> and he was fantastic. Have a listen to this bloke. What's it take to beat a Kiwi? To beat a whole bloody lot. You've got to be pretty good. I believe the Kiwis are, uh, are much, much better dog handlers than us Aussies. Really? Don't tell them that, will you? Don't no, I won't, but I think we've be- got the better dogs. Who <laughs> 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 was laughing? The farmer or Ray? The farmer. Oh. It's he just... took a second for wait for his, he's waited for his joke to sink in. He's going, yeah. no, nah, that's gone. <laughs> Now, wait a second. Did, why didn't they, uh, Ray go with the dog's answer? The dog's answer was the best. When he said, so what's the difference for Australian blah, blah, blah farmers? And the dog just went, woof. I'd be happy with that. I'd cut away. Cut to Ray with a, you know, slow motion montage of, like, dogs jumping up to lick his face. And him, like, kneeling down and throwing a pebble into a stream. Jacket over the shoulder, I'm hoping. I reckon we need that farmer in here. So you reckon like that bad joke I did earlier? Oh yeah, yeah. Which one? The one about capturing lightning in a bottom. <laughs> <laughs> See that would help. Have that kid up. We'll be needing that a few more He's times good. today. He's good, send, that that, send that over to Tough Love while you're rich. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Bang it up. The shebang will want a slice. Gotta cut the shebang in for ten percent everything on this show. You know how Marty works. Marty's gotta get his envelopes. Uh, what have you got there? Now, this turkey slap business, were you joking there? It's a positive boom, the turkey slap for the career. Uh, Big Brothers blah blah, uh, the receiver of the turkey slapping has secured a breakfast radio spot in Brisbane. Oh, really? Not on our cage, I'm hoping. Well, it's always, you know, it says... Uh, Unless it is the cage and then it's a good idea. A brilliant idea. Uh, she flew up yesterday to start work. It's great because I get to be myself and voice an opinion, she says. Right. Uh, yeah, she's going to, she, uh, she filled in on breakfast teams around the country. Mm-hmm. And uh, and now she's uh, she's been ha- hanging out at nightclubs, which is usual Big Brother fair. She's mm-hmm. on Brisbane air- Airwaves, and she hopes to be on Melbourne Airwaves soon. That's terrific, isn't it? 
I just think it's, mm. you know, I mean, I think when they when they did the turkey slapping, mm-hmm. I think it was because they thought she'd have a great career in radio. I think it was a positive step. <laughs> I, think you, I think you might be right. I mean, I'd be interested to hear some of the opinions that she's voicing. <laughs> Don't touch me there. <laughs> You know, um, will she have a little turkey slap sound effect like I, the KO ding ding? See, I don't know. That's that's the thing. Will they be able to resist? You know, <laughs> slapping you to work in the mornings <laughs> with the turkey slaps you need. <laughs> Gobble it up. Six to nine. <laughs> Thank well, you. I like it. The farmer was on board. There you go. Hey, Ian Cavalli. Hey, yeah, Tone Martin. The other day we were playing, uh, you know, testimonial about his days driving the Black Thunders. Mm. And there was there was a bloke on the news who remembers your days of driving the Black Thunders. I was laying, laying in bed watching TV and then I heard this screeching around the corner and bang hit the car. And the next one I had the car was in my bedroom window. <laughs> Sorry, that's, that's a mistake. He wanted an icy cold can of Coke. What that's, did I say? Yet another, it's Australia's biggest new phenomenon, yeah. driving through your front lounge window in a car. It right. does seem to happen a bit, doesn't it? Every night of the news, yeah. it's a whole section on the news now. Yeah. You know what it's done? It's replaced the following twin engine Cessnas have fallen out of the sky. I it's know. now the following mm. things have, have gone through windows. Gee, and what's, have you got another one Look, there? check it out. Uh, driver's surprise pizza delivery. A pizza outlet became an impromptu drive through restaurant when a car careered out of control and crashed through it. It's amazing, but I'm just glad no one was hurt, Mr. Foo said. We've been having a joke about drive through lately. We won't be joking anymore. So was it there in under 10 minutes? Did they still, did they still qualify? It was. It was. So everyone's doing it. The best one ever was that lady in Sydney that drove into a train station because she thought it was a car park. Yeah, because she thought she was in Running Scared with Billy Crystal and Gregory Hines. <laughs> <laughs> they love the obscure film references out on the farm. Uh, so, I'm so, hang on. She drove into a train station because mm. she thought it was a car park. She thought park. it was a car park. Mm. So she drove in like one of the big train stations in the city of Sydney. And mm. they said, what are you doing? She's like, oh, this is a car park. Well, what about all the signs for trains and all the people <laughs> holding train tickets running screaming? A lot of people picking up their cars. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> It is. As we say every time, you're walking from the kitchen to the lounge, look left, look right, and do it again. It's a nightmare out there. You could get a bruised leg. Um, oh, who's this coming? Is it Kim Beasley? There he comes. Everybody. Kim Beasley loves... I reckon his kids are riding... Material for him. Ah, mm. is that what's going on? He's trying to get down with the young folk. Oh, he's definitely trying to get down. He's trying to coin some kind of catchphrase every night you know of the news. You know what he's? I think he's one step away from hat backwards rollerblade work. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, Ooh. I reckon. I reckon he's one step away from like holding a skateboard next to a half pipe. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's I one step I... away from calling my midlife crisis hotline. <laughs> I'm getting a lot of calls getting on hearing. that. There's a lot of earrings from men in their late 40s. What's he, what's he up to? What's he up to? Well, last week he was floating this catchphrase. John Howard is the master blaster of blame shifting. In case you didn't quite understand it. That's what I mean about the master blaster of blame shifting. When it comes to blame shifting, 
John Howard is the master, master blaster. blaster. I saw that coming. <laughs> it's too hard. To, there's too many components. Because first you've got to take in the idea of blame shifting. Mm. I don't quite know what that means. I don't mm. know what that is either. And then wouldn't you just be like the king of blame shifting? Yeah, yeah. Why are you the master blaster? Master blaster sounds cool. Yeah. It's got the Stevie Wonder thing about it. Yeah. So I'm suddenly thinking that John Howard is the cool of blame shifting. Yeah. yeah. It's and that's not what I, that's not what he's getting at. No, that's not what he's getting at at all. He's got it all. The master builder of blame shifting. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> the master Is that what he builder means? Builder of blame. There we're getting somewhere. Here's Ooh. what he had to say last night. They have been thugging the Telstra board. Thugging. Thugging. Now he's thugging. getting on board with the thugging. Mm. They get very confused. I think I heard Lindsay Tanner, was it Lindsay Tanner? I think it might have been him talking about Telstra yesterday. And they've got to get that little sound bite, which is why they say things like Master Blaster. And he said, uh, they're trying, about the sale of Telstra, they're trying to flog a used car, but, uh, the Telstra board and the Howard government are both grappling for control of the wheel. And by the time you get the image of, hang on, a used car and hang on, both, why are they both in the car if it's the used car? Isn't it in the lot? Yeah, and why are they trying Isn't to sell it? Isn't it already there? Yeah, they're trying to sell it and they're, they're both trying to drive away with it. Why are they, would they, are they doing that? Do oh, that? you know, don't mix your metaphors in your soundbite. It's very simple. Here's another one. Here's another one from last night. Absolute bollocks. <laughs> Shaxi, is that? <laughs> I think I get that uh, one, Shaxi. <laughs> that's not it at all. The one about where he tries to say the word pluralism. Shaxi, <laughs> you're going to have to do it. If you... This is a country which takes its pluralism seriously. What? Hang on. What, what is pluralism? Do I take he plural... didn't. Seriously, he you... did mean pluracy, perhaps. Ah, uh, do I take that seriously? <laughs> That's mm. because John Howard is, is the master yeah. blaster yeah. of pluracy. Uh, yeah? What, I don't what? know, that makes as much is, sense. Is, it, is, is that a new water pistol he's brought out or something? He's what? thugging. He's thugging. He's the master blaster thugging. He, kid means that, you know what he's a step away from? He's a step away from one of those rings, yeah. you know, that goes across all of your figures with his name across <laughs> it. <laughs> Kim on one hand and B, the, the, Kim, the Kim and then the bees on another one. Yeah. Just hold them up. <laughs> and just talking to them yeah. before he's he goes lefty on. lefty and righty. Look at me, Kimmy. <laughs> look at me. <laughs> Oh, look, is this segment... Is it dark outside? I think so. I think yeah. it might be. Hey, we've got to play some absolute bollocks. You want to do that? I'd love to. I'm excited about we already that. had a fair bit of bollock uh, content on the show. we to find out who's been exposing themselves as well. That's coming up next. <laughs> Get this. Absolute bollocks. For the next big thing from Mercedes-Benz, the all-new Sprinter. Let's get this. Mm. It's around the nation. Mm. It's on Triple M in most states, mm. except uh, Newcastle. Mm. It's on KOFM. Mm. And Robin Butler is with us. She's had kids. Mm. Imagine this scenario. Imagine okay. put Wayne Hope into this scenario. Colby, one of our listeners, says, here's a story of dedication for you. Uh, he likes listening to get this. Uh, last Monday, he was at hospital with his wife. She was, um, what's the phrase, giving birth? Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. And he noticed there was a stereo in the delivery room. So I positioned myself next to the stereo and put it on, get this, very quietly so only I could hear it. Wow. And gave my wife motivation and encouragement while giggling like a loon. <laughs> I feel so wrong, says Colby. Did she call the, it was the baby a boy or a girl? Doesn't say. I don't think mm. he has much interest in that. The, the baby never came out. <laughs> 
The baby refused. <laughs> just wanted to know what was in the prize king's prize pack. That's really what he wanted to know. So congratulations, whoever you are. Congratulations. I've got a quick one as well. Uh, yeah. In uh, Mississippi, a father has named his uh, their newborn son ESPN after the sports network. Yeah. Oh. You ready? It's ESPN Montana Real. Oh, Real. It's uh, now ESPN being the blah, blah, blah. And then uh, Montana after football legend Joe Montana. Uh. Mm-hmm. How does that? Uh, how does that make you feel? But, but, but look at this. There are oh my goodness. There's five other people that have done it as well. Oh really? Here's <laughs> a sick person to call their kid ESPN. It's just not a natural name. It doesn't roll off the tongue. I know ESPN. I had a terrible thing. I I've got a, a girl at school at at my daughter's school called Dakota. Oh yes. And she's got a little sister called Montana. Oh. And I didn't know the little Have sister very well. Have they been to these well. places? I don't think so. But I got a little bit confused. I'd, I'd only met. I'd heard the name of the little sister, mm-hmm. and I went up and I said, "Hello, Minnesota. How are you?" <laughs> and she looked at me a little oddly. I said, "It's not that somewhere else in America, isn't it?" <laughs> Dakota. Michigan. Dakota. Hawaii. Alaska. <laughs> Utah. Mudlick, Kentucky. Aren't these names of porn actresses? Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> they might be. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Now, no. listen. Not at all. Listen. Not these are all. lovely, lovely little oh. girls. Uh, sorry. I think it's time to have some music. Uh, what yeah. have you got for us? Uh, well, Robin, mm. if you wouldn't mind tinkling the ivories on our baby grand. Certainly. Uh, I'm going to sort of howl. Uh, uh, Tone and yeah. Shanksy, if you yes. could sing back up. Now, <coughs> Nikki, I've got a long kind of curly black wig for you uh, and a rather large top hat. I've got a <laughs> cigarette that I need you to hang out the front of your mouth because uh, I may need, may need you later on. You'll know when it's your time because I will have stopped howling. Two, three, four. You were young and your heart Good work, Robin. In you come, guys. If you wouldn't mind. That's Live and Let Die, Guns and Roses here at uh, Get This Around the Nation. Robin Butler's co-hosting today. And uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, we've got a new sponsor, the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. I don't know why we're playing this, because we haven't yet established whether the van does talk. Well, I think... I'll tell you when they give me one, Tone. Oh, you didn't get a veto. No, I didn't get a I think you're going to get a Sprinter, and the Sprinter is bigger than the veto. Thanks for rubbing it in. It's, you could hold a table tennis tournament mm-hmm. with, I reckon, seven or eight tables easily inside my, uh, the Sprinter. My flatmate, uh, who's, a, uh, who's a big TT aficionado as well, mm. said he went to a party on the weekend and yeah. got beaten so badly that he ended up being the scorekeeper for the under-sixes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be in our tournoi. Oh, no, he can come and play because he gets quite irate, which is great. All right. Mm. Hey, want to talk some bollocks? Yeah. Well, let's get up there. <laughs> because the simple topic of today's Talkback Mountain is... Absolute bollocks. Can't, uh, can't confuse that. Anything can be absolute bollocks. Just call us up and tell us what you reckon it is. Yeah. Let's cross this program off the list. <laughs> <laughs> the, the board's just gone yeah, silent. That's the end of that. <laughs> Uh, so it's one triple three five three. Start mm. calling in now because we'll be crapping on for a while. Yeah. Uh, Tone, what do you got there? Well, I'm just looking down at Robin. Uh, this is. I, I do think this this qualifies as absolute bollocks. Yeah. Do you remember the uh, the infamous incident where Zinedine Zidane in the World Cup? Mm. 
final. The headbutt. Copped, he, he, he did the headbutt. Mm, and the, he, he did the headbutt to a guy called Marco Matarazzi. Yes. Because Marco Matarazzi allegedly said something yeah, terrible. About his mum or something. Well, the, your mother's a terrorist or oh, right, that some old that chestnut that, you know, people mm. are sensitive. Yeah. Marco Matarazzi has now released a little book. Oh, yes. Including 249 phrases, sorry, 249 witty phrases (laughs) of what he might have said to provoke the headbutt. That sounds like absolute bollocks. And he stopped one short of the 250. I know. Well, he ran out of time. He's got, I'm out. Well, you know why he probably ran out? Because the, the witty phrases include things like, hey, where exactly is the sternum? What's it take to beat a Kiwi? What the <laughs> hell was that? What? Armitage. Uh, another one is, Zinedine, what are you up to? You haven't lost yet, and you've already shaved your head. What? See, it's the comic timing I like, too. See, it's got a real flow, so got a real rhythm. He knows what he said. Yeah, he, he knows, knows what, what he, he said. said. He's just toying with this, and he's trying to shift some units. <laughs> Where's the sternum? Where's the sternum? <laughs> well, that's where he got the headbutt, I suppose. But the thing is, it's absolute bollocks tone when sportsmen try to turn their go. sports craft into art. Absolutely Did Trevor right. Chappell release a book right. of 249 fra- ways of how he could have bowled a ball it's true. differently? 249 things to throw underarm. Will <laughs> a number yes. of local footballers be launching 249 ways to punch a woman in the face? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's... Well, that would be... What about Monica really Sellers? <laughs> did, did Monica Sellers, la- you know, launch a book of 249 different ways she might not have been stabbed? She could have had a frying pan over her head? <laughs> I don't know. It seems stupid it's to me. It's very stupid. It sounds like... Absolute bollocks. He's back, Shanks. Right. He's back hey, down. Shanks. <laughs> You've had a... Interesting morning, Shanksy. You're going to have to do them yourself soon. Now, here we go. Look, a bit of exposing work going on. A skirt-wearing man uh, exposed himself to diners after trying to help himself to their food, a court heard yesterday. Uh, The man was denied bail, blah, blah, blah. Here's the bit I like. He allegedly wore a short white skirt and no underwear at Manly's Corso Food Court on Saturday and lifted his skirt and exposed his genitals. Hello. Uh, Absolute bollocks. Indeed. (laughs) (laughs) That's what the movie of that incident will be called. Absolute bollocks. It's going to make a great telly movie, Mm -hmm. first of all. Yeah. But the other thing is, if you're sitting at the Manly Corso enjoying a food, right, and a man wearing only... A short white skirt starts approaching. <laughs> mm. I reckon that mm. that's a social contract where you know he's going to do something weird. Yeah. And if he gets mm-hmm. to you and just chooses to expose himself, it's par for the course. It's your fault, is it? I reckon. Par, yeah. for, par for the course, though. <laughs> and, but it, it, it is a very sort of sensual, erotic environment, the food court. I find. <laughs> for me, it is. <laughs> Nothing but wraps and, you know. All right, so here we go. A man. Come to my food court. A man. <laughs> Everything's pronounced guilty. <laughs> yeah, Ready? Yeah. A man, 20, yeah. this is another, in other exposing news, a man, <laughs> 20, has been charged with exposing himself to police after they released him from custody in Broken Hill yesterday morning. He was waiting in the police station foyer for his mother and was, and was arrested again. He was initially arrested for aggressive behaviour. So what's happened is they brought him in, aggressive behaviour. Sorry, guys, didn't mean it. All right, well, your mum will come and get you. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Thanks, everyone. Nice to see you. Mm-hmm. By the way, cop an eye load. <laughs> Just dragged him back in. Oh, no. It's his way of issues. saying thanks. <laughs> 
Sure. Maybe he left something in the cell. That's what I'm saying. It's the only like way to get some, get some attention. Maybe he fell in love. <laughs> and he needed to get back in there in a hurry. You know, Who knows? You're right. You're not thinking about this, boys. Wait a second. I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. This is the only way that these guys can think to express their love. Mm-hmm. So he's fallen in love with a diner at the Corso and gone, what am I going to do? He's gone home, popped a skirt on. <laughs> And going back to him and said, this will win him, this will get her. And then this guy's just been arrested for aggressive behaviour. He's gone in, he's learnt that the error of his ways. Mm. He's found love with one or a number of policemen mm. and gone... Yeah, he's decided to let the absolute bollocks do the talking. <laughs> That's what he's done in similar, I guess, exposing news kind exposing of. Exposing news! <laughs> Berlin, a German oh, plastic surgeon uh, cheated out of payment by women. Mm. has handed pictures of their enlarged breasts to police to help trace them. What? That's them, officer. <laughs> I'd recognise them anywhere. Imagine volunteering for that lineup. All right, all right, one at a time. <laughs> but will there just be on every power pole in the street? Have you seen these? Have you seen these tits? <laughs> I don't know. But keep an eye out for Crime Stoppers. A, when I was in Berlin, there was a uh, a limousine that was driving around. Yeah, but weren't you getting about by canoe? <laughs> and weren't you not actually in Berlin <laughs> or even Germany? Why? Splitting hairs. Uh, look, but when I was briefly in Berlin, mm. uh, there was this limousine that was driving around with uh, girls sort of standing in the middle, you know, in the middle bit. In the, you know, the, in, the the, in the sunroof. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. At, at the top of the sunroof. Like flashing their boobs at everyone wow. and then driving slowly, like throwing uh, leaflets for a strip club. That might have just been criminals taunting the police. <laughs> That's Very that slow getaway car. I'm looking for some more bollocks in the. What do you uh, got? Well, firstly, the women's oh. magazines. Yes, they're... you've got a, quite a hefty pile from the women's mags, Tone. They're never short of bollocks. Mm. Look at this Pete Doherty to be a drug therapist. Reform junkie. This is in the New Weekly this Whoa. week. Reform junkie Pete Doherty mm. is to become a drug counsellor. Mm. Staff at London's The Priory Clinic believe Pete could help others overcome their demons by talking about his own experiences. Okay. Mm. That's in that magazine, The New Weekly. Okay. A few pages later, Here we go. Pete Doherty busted buying syringes. <laughs> Absolute bollocks. How's that? Well, there he is with a bag of syringes. <laughs> Running home from the shops. Yes, but that's for his drug therapy course. Uh, Got to show the kids not what to do uh, with them. What not to do. What not to do. <laughs> I'm here to teach you drug therapy. Oh, can someone hold my syringes? <laughs> my enormous bag of stolen syringes. My enormous bag. <laughs> and then, of course, you've got... Uh, sorry, I'm back on breasts again, but mm. Posh Spice has had boob job number four, and they look like a pair of... Absolute bollocks. Look at them. I mean, number four. Wouldn't you stop after, number I don't know, four. one... No, are they keep getting bigger? Is that what's I think, happening? I think she's got four now. She's got four. Yeah, <laughs> she gets one every time. One ad. She, so she's been at home. One she's seen one. photos of herself in the women's yeah. magazines and gone, hmm, not grotesquely distended enough. <laughs> what can you do? <laughs> they could be mistaken for real breasts. Can you just cut a grapefruit in half and I'll just double-side those to me? Mistaken. It's yeah, not quite a papier mache pig yet, is it? one <laughs> We've got, we got time for one more yeah, case of absolute more. bollocks. Uh, your Chinese fugitive leaves cave after eight years. A Chinese man wanted by police has given himself up after hiding in a cave constructed at the back of his house for eight years. Wow. Now, that's fine. That's quite clever. Mm. right? The police have rocked around. You've, you've ducked out into the cave that you've, you've, you've dug out for yourself. Mm. No one can find you. Mm. Now, this is the bit where I think it's bollocks because how, how did the police not cotton onto this? 
Here we go. Uh, he's put a wardrobe in front of the entrance. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. You never move the wardrobes when you're looking for a dangerous criminal. And here we go. The man left the cave during the day to read, wash, and watch television in his house and then went back into it at night to sleep. <laughs> wow. Absolute bollocks. So apparently the raids going on in this part of China are only happening between the hours of kind of, you know, one and four in the morning. <laughs> the rest of it, we, we're flat out. We've got no time to look for dangerous criminals. Couldn't you read in the cave? No. Couldn't you have the itty-bitty cave light? No. Mm. Uh, Going to alert the minds of the very special policemen. Well, there you go. That's a big stack of bollocks. Yeah. I reckon the listeners will have more, though. One triple three five three. Uh, what is absolute bollocks? Dovetailed with which animal would you steal from the zoo? Oh, yes! I got it in! Give us a call. <laughs> One triple three five three. <laughs> Those Veronicas. Mm. Here we get this around the nation. Robin Butler is with us. It's well, we're already up a mountain, I guess. <laughs> Talkback Mountain. In case you're wondering, we're looking for examples of absolute bollocks. Yeah. How are we going in? Two. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then, we do a topic that's mm. just bad and wrong. Well, maybe people don't think everything is absolute bollocks. Mm. Maybe they don't have faith in that. Maybe they think you know, it's it's all pretty good. Yeah, you're right. Maybe. Yeah. You know, I, the thing that disappoints me, Tone, is that I really like which animal would you steal from the zoo. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah I thought like, that would have got him in. possibly my favourite thing that we ever do on the show. Yeah. And I know it was quick, and mm. I know I wasn't really, you know, I didn't sizzle it. I know, you know, David Cutthrough's come in and said that, that's, that you've got a forward, you know, he, him and yeah. Philip Forward Promote have said that you've got to do things earlier, <laughs> right? And they're right, you know, and I, and I respect their beliefs, but... You know, I guess then we should be mentioning the essential countdown now. Oh yeah, look, the essential countdown's coming up, and it's mm. a, it's a it's a cracking piece of kit, uh, as 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 he would say. Rich, have you got that song for me, Nick Kershaw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, has that come up? Has Nick Kershaw come up in the know. essential countdown? I don't know. Oh, I should it on the weekend. Which wouldn't it be good or the riddle? Which one? The hell's good is the riddle. <laughs> you know, you act like you don't know, but if I was to play just a second of it, you'd know. I sent synthesizers. Oh. My synthy sense was going off. Here we go. Let's have a look at this. Have a look. Right. Yeah. Right, this song. Now, a little bit later on, this is a great song. I can't get enough of this at the moment. Mm. But there are two mystery instruments in this bad boy that I'm hoping our listeners are going to clear up. Rich, yeah. you know the one I'm talking about? There's like an electric like flute or pipe thing later on, right? Yeah. How much Here later on? Now, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit too late, perhaps. We'll play it tomorrow, but there's two... <laughs> Oh, is it going to keep going until this, tomorrow? Do we have to do this through tough love? No, no, this no. This is your idea of sizzle. No, no. Tune in tomorrow. We're going to play more of that Nick Kershaw song. The whole thing. We're I playing think, the whole thing I think tomorrow. Philip Forward promoter just <laughs> that got is, a stiffy. That is absolute bollocks. Did he just? Yes. Yes. Sorry, Robin. That <laughs> Look at this. The <laughs> callers have gone, so, man. Yes, they here we go. Finally, finally. Hello, Brendan. G'day, Brendan, going? thank you for saving me from that Nick Kershaw nonsense. Jeez <laughs> Louise. What a, I mean, I haven't been doing this long, but that was horrendous. All right, uh, what, what, what's Absolute Bollocks? Absolute Bollocks is the Australian Medical Institute. Uh, up the nose and away it goes crap. Ah, absolute Bollocks. Yeah, the old erectional dysfunctional how, thing. How can something go up your nasal passage and kiss the Jolly Roger? Are yeah. you... Are you actually questioning the medical qualifications of ugly Dave Gray, Brendan. Absolutely. <laughs> and he's backed up by research from Ian Turpey. <laughs> you know, what's your problem? Do you know, we should, we're going to have to use, we're going to have to try this stuff, Tone. Like, it's the only way, because people, we're always talking about it. 
And yeah. and I think you're right, Brendan. Would you try it? Like if I if, think I think Tony needs to road test it. Do you reckon Tony does? <laughs> Tony needs to road test it. On air? What, you heard this stuff. <laughs> why do I need to road test it? Because I'm so old. <laughs> Is that why? Yes, Brendan. Yeah, Brendan, would, would you try it? Would you try it? I don't think I would. No, I don't need to, I don't think. Oh, yeah. You don't think. No, You're not sure. Brendan, do yeah. <laughs> All right. Woo! So, up the nose with a rubber hose. Yeah, and then away it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Brendan. You're right. Brendan, we're gonna, someone's going to have to try that. Hello, Vern. Hey. How are you? Good, thanks. What's bollocks? Uh, the phrase, absolute bollocks. Oh. Absolute bollocks. The phrase in general or the use of it on the Channel 10 News? The Channel 10 News, don't watch it. Oh, All right. All right. <laughs> so you've just got a problem with the phrase absolute bollocks. Yeah, it sounds a bit pommian, you know. Oh, a bit uh, pommy. A bit yeah. Pommy. yeah, so what should it be for down under? Um, well, I don't know, something else. Absolute jets. What is bullshit? <laughs> absolute jets. <laughs> oh, bullshit. There we go. It's just bullshit will do. Just the Channel 10 News. But tonight, heaps of stuff is bullshit. <laughs> well, Sport I, and weather. I maintain that that was a huge turning point mm -hmm. for Australian, uh, well, broadcasting when Bob Hawke used the word bullshit oh. on the news. It was what did late, he say? He just came out with, oh, that's bullshit. What was he talking about? I can't remember. Possibly, I don't know. Mm. It would have been incentivation. It would have been some concept <laughs> that was being floated at that time. Maybe the bicentennial. Maybe the Spoleto Festival. Spoleto Just Festival. Something that was going on back in the eighties. <laughs> All right, hello Nathan. Nathan, don't oh, you dare, Nathan. Hello. Yes. Oh, good on you, buddy. Thank goodness, Nathan. What do you got for us? The Melbourne Zoo. Oh, yes. Is that an example of? Absolute bollocks. Why so, sir? Not, a, not in its entirety, but they, uh, they've got these elephants down there and they're painting. What are they painting? They're just painting. They stick a brush in the trunk and let uh, them go nuts. That, uh, mm. And then you get the, you know, my, my favourite human interest story is when two animals that are, th are different species are friends. Oh, that's great. Right? They're so cute. But my most, my most hated one is... Yeah. The following four-year-old child slash wild animal is a genius artist. Yeah. And that's what they're trying to do, Nathan, isn't it? They're trying and to they, say... They're, they're selling the paintings. This is what I'm saying. Mm. And what are the paintings like? How would you describe them? They're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> you bought a couple? <laughs> but what are they? Are they of stuff or are they just like random kind of like stuff, you know, like brush strokes? They're pretty random. Yes, yeah, because elephants can't paint actual stuff, can they? I will try telling that to an elephant, Ed. <laughs> They've got very long memories. They should be able to remember something they yeah, can paint. Yeah, a Rembrandt and then redo it. There was, an <laughs> there was an elephant that used to do caricatures at a beach in Sydney, and he was horrible. It never looked like the person. It's just weird strokes. And is this the animal you want to steal from the yeah, zoo? Nathan, what just... I want to save it from its life of... of, of Troubles there. Now, what, so you teach it a bit about colour and balance. <laughs> the golden triangle. <laughs> and what, uh, you know, what would your technique? I don't think we've ever had anyone try right, to get Nathan. an elephant out How of the zoo. How are you going to get the elephant out of the zoo, Nathan? I just, you, you know about budgie smugglers? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought about the similar tactic there. An elephant down the front of the pants. Mm. So you'd need to get maybe Laurie Oaks on board as yeah. he's been boned from the Sunday show. He could pull that off, I reckon. You know what, Nathan? I would possibly give everything I've ever owned to watch you try and do that. It'd be a really big set of dirts. <laughs> but no one would take up Laurie. No one would question Laurie. If he's no. waddling out through yeah, that yeah. turnstile yeah, yeah. with what looks like yeah. an elephant well, down the well, dirts. Oh, you wouldn't want to say it. You wouldn't want to bring it up, would you? You're not going to go, Mr. Oaks, is that an elephant? Because <laughs> it's been said before and he's got very offended. <laughs> Thank you, Nathan. Is that it? We're done. <laughs> okay. Free callers. 
every now and then we just get nobody. I don't know why. Mm. It's all right. I reckon Fleety. I think Fleety somehow is to blame for that. You know what? I, I, <laughs> I'm glad it's Fleety. It's not me. <laughs> it's that's not you, Robin. That's the, that's the death of which animal would you steal from the zoo? I will, I will, I've got to come up with a new favourite. People hate it. Really? They hate it. Well, Maybe the, the tanks after that woman who was getting the giraffe out by painting the Becton's logo down its <laughs> neck, claiming it was a crane. <laughs> See, the people just went, that's it. That's a full stop. Yeah, Thank yeah. you for coming in, Robin. Tough love goes out uh, in most states, not in Newcastle, but not everywhere in Newcastle. else. Oh, look. And, and Hello to Newcastle. Ding, ding. And uh, Robin, you're in Boytown. You're an excellent cameo in Boytown. I try not to walk away with the film. You do great. You kick ass yeah, in that thing. Yeah, I certainly do. Your real stories tonight, your final real stories. <laughs> On Channel 10. Yeah, Ryan Shelbo Sheldon kicking serious ass. And, of course, uh, The Essential Countdown. Oh, yeah. It's songs Nick Kershaw. Oh, well, I got um, Yeah, we don't know that. We don't know that. That continues. Mm-hmm. Thanks for tuning in, calling up uh, both of you. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess our key phrase today was... Absolute bollocks. (laughs) And we'll be back tomorrow with Lawrence Loom. And it's all thanks to that massive, safe and inexpensive Mercedes-Benz Sprinter.